Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello, I'm Annie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hooray! And we're joined today by Cherry Healy. Hello, Cherry. Do I say words now? Yes, yes please. Yes, oh, hi, I'm Cherry Healy. You said that. Yeah, that's but right. that's five words. Is it four? <laughs> I don't know. Who's I don't know. I am charging per word. She knows her own name. <laughs> yes. I am doing so well. You are. But we're all a bit overexcited, aren't we? Because it's a special night for you tonight. Where are we, Cherry? Describe the scene. We are in London. It is a sunny... Uh, Thursday night and it is the book launch of Letters to My Fanny what I wrote um, took me two and a half years people are telling me they read it in an afternoon <laughs> they can all uh, are we allowed to swear on this? oh, oh yes. yes they can all fuck off Hooray! Yay! No, no, they can. They, they can read it quickly and, and enjoy it, uh, and I'm glad it's an easy read. Yes. Well, we, we you've been reading it, Helen. Helen I you? have. I have. I've got it here, and I've got folded corners, gone <laughs> bits of bits of things because like, I've been reading it. Because I'm a mum, I've been reading it in five minute chunks. I've been <laughs> taking me a week, so I'm a better person. <laughs> Yay! Afternoon sluts. Um, yeah. <laughs> With all their free time. No. So I've been devouring. And what I love about it, it is called Letters to My Fanny, and it is nine different letters. Not only to your fanny, but all other bits of your body. Because there's it? so many other bits than my fanny. Could you believe it? I'm not a walking vagina. Well, I know. I know plenty of men who would beg to differ. <laughs> and I love the, all of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> I have loved all of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for inviting us to your book launch. We're actually going to be performing later. I'm so excited you're performing. I've seen you perform before, and I laughed twice. <laughs> in 40 least, minutes at yeah. least <laughs> lovely lovely she it'll had a laugh fine. that's one that's it'll, be, it'll be fine now if her voice sounds familiar you go hmm who is this Cherry Healy that's because you've seen her on BBC3 BBC1 and E4 is that right you, all of the things yes that's excellent. true and you do you do telly about things like drinking and childbirth and bodies and money just all the things that we love <laughs> all, all of, of our things. favorite things dating and yeah. uh, and marriage and obesity and all sorts of things yes you name it if it's in the daily mail i'll do a documentary about it <laughs> she will be paid and she will talk <laughs> i've got bills to pay lady absolutely <laughs> but is this your first book have you done a book before no i've never done a book before and had i known how much work it uh was going to take
cake, I would, would not be sitting here right now. Oh. <laughs> but it's I thought it. I had this really romantic notion that I could do it like after the kids had gone to bed, and I would like do it in nine months. And and actually, the idea of like writing anything after the kids have gone to bed, no. Yeah. Other than like a bit of emailing, no. That ain't writing time. That's drinking that time. That ain't drinking time. That's uh, pet time. For me, yeah. that is wiping the sides time because I have a bit of OCD. So um, oh, I, high five. I love a good wipe down. Yes. Are you are you a listy kind of person? 100%. Like Ellie is at, in, in in the nicest possible way, the control freak in our relationship. Yes. And I'm more relaxed, lazy. <laughs> so you call it what you like. Casual, massive slur. Yeah. I mean, I just turn up. Casual. Casual. So Cherry, tell us about your family. Uh, well, actually, my mum just peeked round the corner. She is um, a mega mother. She's wonderful. She's wearing a jumpsuit tonight. Oh, oh she's in. 70 and she's wearing a jumpsuit. She looks wicked. From I'm, the 70s, probably. I, I can also see my brother from where I'm sitting. He's also here tonight. He is, uh, he's wonderful. I have a very lovely family. I'm very, very lucky. I have two lovely children. How old are they? They're less lovely when I have to scream into their faces to get their shoes on in the morning. But... Mostly lovely, they are six and two. Oh, very nice. And recently, you called this period of your life the rush hour. Mm. Do you feel like you're in the in peak traffic? This is peak, uh, peak traffic rush hour, and that makes me feel better every time I realise that there's lots of things I'm not doing mm. because um, it's all right not to be doing your ironing when you're in rush hour. Yeah, like this is the busiest time I think in a woman's life. You are both trying to. Um, you know, f- forge a career and be an entrepreneur and uh, have a lovely home and be like the people in the magazines and go to the gym and see your friends and be like Gwyneth and eat nice juices. And <laughs> I mean, it's exhausting. And that's um, like 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, that, yes, and that's before yeah, wine o'clock that's when right. everything slips into a vortex of much more fun things. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, so on top of being a mum of two and doing the telly, you went, I'll do a book! Oh awesome. my goodness, what was I thinking? <laughs> I'm really glad um, now, obviously, because it's done. And yes. uh, now we can just have fun. You, and You're giving birth as we speak to this book. It is. It, this does feel like a bit like a christening or like a mm. birthday. It's the Queen's birthday today and it's the book's birthday. So I feel like the book is in good company. It's, it's a royal welcome. I invited her. She didn't want to come. Loser. Happy birthday, the Queen. Happy Some more of my tax. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, she could, have, she could have had a fanny cupcake. She could. I can't wait to eat your fanny cupcake, Cherry. I'm going to lick the icing Yeah, off. we should say that you've set the scene for the book launch for Letters to My Fanny. It is amazing. We, we've got fanny iced cupcakes. Mm. We've got we've got bunting made out of knickers, or as Helen calls it, cunting. Oh, my God. That's a Don't fun. you use that. That's our joke. That'll be our joke for later. Oh that's the God. only joke we've written for this launch. <laughs> Um, but going back to your actual book, was it was it quite therapeutic? Because you talk about like really personal things, like losing your virginity, and did it did it bring it all back? It did, and it was very therapeutic. And I wrote a lot of it on my own in airports. The the, the years that I was writing, I was actually doing um, a series in America, um, which added to the insane stressfulness of everything. So a lot of it was done in Heathrow Terminal Five or at a weird bar in Chicago on my own, and there was some drinking alongside it. <laughs> so I, you know, I went into this like memory um, the place, and uh, and there were a lot of rants as well. So every so often you'll hit a big rant. But I, I like that about, about the book because it feels like. Well, how I read it, having a weekend away with your best friend and just having one of those boozy 
long, busy conversation where you just go, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then I had anal sex in a caravan. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I may. Where else, would you, where else would you have it? <laughs> if the caravans are rocking. Anyway, <laughs> what I love about it is, it is it is so personal, and it is just like hanging out with your best mate. But then you get a bit angry about like women being paid properly and things like that, and that's good. It's not just. And then I put my boob in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, not like our stuff. <laughs> that's right. What I'm saying is there's some intellectual stuff. Yes, there is occasionally stuff that is, is, is uh, like take, I call them take-homes. So things that a lot of women are talking about at the moment, trying to work out how we feel about things. You know, m- my mum, for most of her friends, most of her generation, they didn't work. Most of our generation worked. You know, the balance has shifted and we're all trying to work out together what is the right balance being at home being at work you know doing things for ourselves but not being selfish you know, we all want to be good mums um, present mums lovely mums but we also want to forge something for ourselves and I think the more we talk about it the more we find the balance and we can therefore pass that knowledge and wisdom onto our children mm. and they can have that like a present so what would be your, your top nugget what nugget of wisdom would you like to to give Oh my god, what nugget of wisdom. You can have more than one if you have multiple nuggets. Six pack of nuggets. (laughs) Okay, so I would say that um, for our generation, um, just just talking totally on on, on a body and physical thing, is be very, very conscious of how much you're shaming your body and being negative about yourself out loud. Obviously, we all have insecurities and we struggle with ourselves, but if you've had a sticky toffee pudding, don't say oh I wish I hadn't heard that because mm. the little people around you are going to pick up on that like food is a bad thing it's a sin you know it's it's lovely to eat with your family and joy and enjoy it and also you know, if you've got muscly legs as I do I, I praise my legs with my daughter I, I, I hold on to my legs you know after a run I go god you know mummy's so strong I just ran lots you know I'm just trying to be positive about myself, about food, about um, my my build. I'm not a six foot skinny model, but I'm fast and I'm strong, and that's a lovely, lovely thing. What if you're not a six foot skinny model and you're also weak and slow? <laughs> The balance is, I think if you want to change something about yourself, change it, of course. Be, be happy, be content, be healthy, be what you want to be. You know, you might not want to be athletic. I have an athletic build. I like to be physically strong. I've always done sports, so that's a happy place for me. Lots of my friends are not like that, but they also have other insecurities. But I think accept your build love what you've been given everyone is given a vehicle to go through life it's very very precious we only get one Don't some people sp- get a camper van some people get and they some people get four by fours <laughs> and I think you've got you've got to not chase something don't waste your precious beautiful life it's so very very short don't waste your life looking over the hedge at what you can't have but but learn to love yourself, embrace yourself, celebrate yourself. If you want to change something, do it. And that is why I am going to take up smoking. Yay! Life goals. <laughs> I've got so many life goals. I think it's so boring, but just try and like, like yourself. Try and love yourself. Try not to do things out of anxiety. Try, things, try to do things. Like, I really beat myself up sometimes internally about things. But 
it, it makes like it makes things very difficult to change actually whereas in fact if you if you start to say nice things to yourself and you start to be nice to yourself and you control your inner evil gremlin and go no no fuck you you don't have a voice right now I'm doing really well I'm How doing do you really do well do you, do you ignore it or do you just I'm quite violent with mine actually right. I say sweary words to it if really? I feel like you know that great fog of negative shit that seeps through your windows and doors and you have just a shitty day um i try and be quite aggressive with it and go no no no. this is unnecessary you are unnecessary in my life i am doing really well Mm. so i'm quite affirming to myself i mean i don't always get it right and i don't always catch it and sometimes i'll just have a shit day and it's a waste and i feel annoyed about the waste of that but I do more and more the older I get the more I'm finding it more frequent than I'll say no sod off I'm doing really fucking well you were going on the naughty step bad you are out of here you're banned yeah that's it but I wonder if we can I'm like I just wonder if there's a risk we can go too far and put too much pressure on ourselves to be happy. And you know, there's this whole mm. thing of enjoying being in the moment, being mindful and enjoying the moment. And I'm quite a nutty old hippie. I like to do meditation and shit. So I'm sort of quite into that. But at the same time, sometimes, and I've said this before, sometimes the moment's shit, right? Sometimes yeah. the moment is in the middle of Sainsbury's, your child is being sick, you've just squirted milk into the eye of the guy behind the fish counter <laughs> and he liked it. You know, it's just oh weird and shit. What do you do in those moments? I, there's a really big difference I think you've really touched on something really important because there's a big difference between circumstantial bad stuff which is you've fallen over with your bag of shopping and it's smashed everywhere that's bad be annoyed express annoyance be annoyed or if something sad happens just be sad have a sad day have a sad day and I think maybe even say that to yourself I feel sad about that I'm gonna just have a sad day it's when it permeates unnecessarily through your day mm. I hate my body I wish I wasn't like this I'm not clever enough I'm not popular enough I'm not like the people on Instagram it's when I it, think you're it's great when it's, Cherry I think you're great I'm doing oh, right, sorry, really it's well <laughs> but it's you when are it's amazing it's I've when, got great shoes <laughs> doing lovely toes <laughs> I, I think so. and you know you know the difference between uh, I'm having a bad day and I just feel rubbish for no particular reason and that again is diff- that is different from actual depression which I am not qualified to talk, to talk about but I'm talking about a low level of anxiety that you do have the power to push away and the clouds part and thus the sun pours in to your heart type of situation mm. Mm. or just drink a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> I mean, my God, the amount of gin that has brought me joy. Oh, I see. I heard that gin makes you cry. I don't like gin anyway, but I've, I've heard it makes you cry. Is that I'm quite wine? a happy gin drinker. I'm, um, I, I like a gin. I'm not a good wine drinker. I, mm. I have a rule, uh, the, wine, the wine rule, the white wine rule, which is why I'm not allowed to talk about relationships uh-huh. when I've had white wine. Whatever. <laughs> with the person you're having yes. a relationship with. Oh, yes. that's a good yes. idea. Yes. Oh. That's, uh, bad things happen. Oh, yes. I've been in that relationship mm. for 18 years. It's time to change. <laughs> the white might, might suit you. It might. have done me good about 15 years ago. Um, now, just quickly, just getting back to your book, um, one of the things, one of the best lines in the book I liked was this, bonjourno fun bags. Um, and I just wanted to talk about your tits just for a quick minute because I know you're... People a, often do. Uh, yeah, because it was the boobs section, mm. the dear my boobs, um, where I think it was 
the most personal when you're talking about breastfeeding and that you were so calm and so I'll be fine I'll be fine and then you ended up in hospital for five days with mastitis because mm. you're like oh no it's meant to hurt I'm meant to be pussing and bleeding ah. and, 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 and I thought that was really good because as mothers you really nutshelled it and that we're going I'm fine this is fine I can do this I'm meant to be doing this everyone it's fine and you said you know you were really hurting inside and in your and in your nipples <laughs> everywhere every time the midwife came oh yeah no it's great and then you just got very sick because people do say breastfeeding hurts and and so I heard that and I was like okay well it does I didn't I didn't know the difference between it's supposed to be uncomfortable and screaming profanities into a pillow that's that's where you should tell someone you're not okay. And I would wake up and I would cry before breastfeeding because it was so bad. And also when she woke up, I'd think, no, don't wake up, don't wake up, don't wake up, don't wake up. Oh. Not in a kind of, oh, I'm a bit tired way, but in a kind of, I'm about to be stabbed with 100,000 needles. Mm. So that's the difference. I, I have learned, again, this is the glory of getting older, is that you learn all these magical things. Um, don't be a martyr. Don't be a martyr because no one wins. Just tell people how you're feeling. Also, don't be a whinge bag. Can't do a whinge. Find the balance. But if you are um, screaming into the pillow, tell someone. That's good. That is good advice. Excellent. Don't suffer in silence. Not that you and I ever have. (laughs) That's right. Ever, ever, ever. That's why we did this podcast. (laughs) It's time for Scummy Mummy Confessions. Yes. Cherry, do you have one for us? Scummy Mummy Confession. Um, I think... My, my classic one is that I was once trimming my pubic hair uh, with scissors whilst on the phone and I cut my labia <gasps> uh, quite badly. Who and I on was the phone so to? embarrassed. I think I was texting a friend about something, but I, I was so embarrassed about it. I didn't tell you and I just shoved lots of loo roll in there and just bled like a mother trucker. Oh Jeez. my goodness. You gave yourself vaginal plastic. <laughs> yes. yes. Don't text and trim. Yeah. That's that Don't text and trim. That's an oh. excellent scummy confession. Lovely stuff. Well, Cherry, we'll let you go. To, we yes, know you've got go. to run off to your own book launch. So thank you very much, Cherry Healy. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed every minute and I'm so glad you're here. Great the book. Okay. Buy the book. Oh, so Cherry's had to run off there, but well, it's just me and you, isn't it? It that- is. But you know what's really good is I've done a game about fannies. Have you? Because this is kind of like a fanny focused. Okay, so this is called... Fanny fiction. The oh. greatest fanny books never written. Oh, I like this. All right, yeah. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to describe a fanny book. It's a twist on the classics and see if you can guess it. Go with it. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. Let's All right, ready? A story of a woman's search for everything across countries and her lady garden. It is... Oh. Eat, pray, muff. Oh! <laughs> and we're off. And we're off. Good. Epic civil war drama about a tragic fanny. Oh, um, cunt with the wind? Gone with the minge. Oh, that's better, that's better. <laughs> Ready? Set along the Mississippi River and highlights fanny racism. Oh, it's got to be um, Huckleberry Quinn. <laughs> Yay! Here's another one. Set in London and Paris during the French Revolution about two erogenous characters. I don't know. The Tale of Two Clitties. Hey! <laughs> Very good. Oh, why won't 
the BBC call. That is an excellent game. I'm, right. I'm, I'm sad Cherry didn't get to play it with us. Well, it is going to be a very short episode of the podcast this week, which may come as a mercy, quite honestly. Let's <laughs> let's be honest about it. They may it. actually listen to all of it. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but thank you very much for listening, and we'll hopefully be back to normal service for the next episode and do a long one. Unless everybody tweets us and goes, oh, it's much better when you just shut up. Yeah, could you just cut it down to a tight five next time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the Scummy Mummies podcast live at a book launch. Until next time. Bye bye. A 1960s novel set in World War II and is now used as a phrase for when your muff is in a paradox. It is. Who's it by? Joseph Heller. Oh, um. Uh, oh, Snatch 22! Yes! There we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.